All righty, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Seriously, you're going to do the social distancing in our garage? No, I just want to get like the best sound we possibly can. I just want to get the best sound we possibly can. All right, guys. Uh, today, we'll be talking about um, some conspiracy theories, won't we? Yeah. Yes, we will. We will. That yeah. is a correct answer. Um, it's going to be Amelia Earhart, uh, if we got enough time, maybe. Maybe JFK. We'll never have enough time for JFK. Never. Maybe, maybe, maybe a, maybe a part two, part two later. Yeah. All right. J- JFK is like an hour and a half. Oh yeah. Six year. Yeah. <laughs> there thing. are so many pieces of the JFK thing. I think it'll. Ooh. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be loud, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got a, you got a boom arm, so I think you might be a pop filter. I mean, a shock filter, shock, shock mount. There you go. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. the stuff right now there. Really, now we're really set up. Right on, man. All right, so we'll just start off. Um, on July 2nd, 1937, Amelia Earhart disappeared along with her navigator, Fred Noonan. Right? Yeah, took off in a little plane, yes. circled the globe. Although people have come up with various theories in the past 50 years about what uh, could have happened to them, there has yet to be a definitive answer. Yeah, she crashed. That's one thing we probably know for sure. She probably did crash. Uh, Earhart was the first woman to ever cross the Atlantic Ocean on a pa- as a passenger yeah. on a plane Yeah, uh, with two other pilots on June 17th, 1928. Um, however, in 1932, Earhart made the trip again, this time alone. Yeah, quite the pilot she and, was. Yeah, she flew from Newfoundland uh, to Ireland. Newfoundland. Newfoundland. <laughs> I don't know the words, man. I don't. I can't. Okay. Uh, if, if if you're from there, they call it Newfoundland usually. Newfoundland. Newfoundland, yeah. Uh, to Ireland in 15 hours and was the second person to ever complete this flight. Did I ever tell you I flew into Newfoundland one time? Really? No. Yeah. yeah, I was leaving Charleston. Left well, Charleston in July. Why? Like, why were you in Charleston? Because I was flying to Germany. Ah. Now I, I left Charleston in July. July the third, I think. And so it you was just like, like 95 degrees. I flew into Newfoundland. They Gosh. landed on ice. Really? <laughs> well, that's nuts, an interesting change nuts. of scenery. It, it, even Newfoundland is not usually like that. Yeah. Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong, too. I don't, um, I don't get whatever. On August 24th, 1932, Earhart flew from L.A. to New York, uh, Newark, setting a record at the time for the longest distance flown without refueling. Woo! That is a long She also way. became the first female pilot to complete a nonstop transcontinental flight and was known as the First Lady of the Sky. She was. Lady yeah. of the Sky. Um, in 1937, Earhart set her sights on circling the globe. She would zigzag along the equator, uh, requiring long hauls over water. The journey would be 29,000 miles and take roughly 40 days, starting and ending in California. With stops in San Juan, Cal- Calcutta. Calcutta. Calcutta and Bangkok. Um, she flew in a twin engine, Lockheed 10 Electra. Uh, that that's the that's the Lockheed. A ten. You want to take over? It's it's amazing that I have to correct this. Um, a ten passenger plane, specifically outfitted with special tanks that carried over one thousand pounds of fuel rather than the usual two hundred at the time. Ooh, which is that could be that could prove tricky. Yeah. Um, which is not. That's not well. Um, on May 21st, 1937, Earhart and Noonan, her navigator, started their journey from Oakland, California. So oh. March, uh, or May 21st. I did not realize that's where they took off from. Yeah. 
That's where all the cool kids start out. <laughs> Cali. <laughs> Got to start off in Cali. Ah, yes. yes, um, yes. On July 22nd, 1937, 42 days into their journey, they prepared to leave Ley, New Guinea. Right? Yeah, I don't know about that one. The Electra was fully loaded. I can't correct you if you're wrong. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Electra was fully loaded, and they were roughly 22,000 miles into the trip and had about another 7,000 to go before returning to Cali. Right? Okay. Um, Earhart planned to make a stop on Howland Island, which is about an 18-hour flight from Ley. Um, the radio operator for Guinea Airways, Harry, Harry Belfour, uh, planned for him and Earhart to send transmissions to each other every hour. Um, soon after Earhart's plane took off, Balfour noted that the headwinds were stronger than anticipated and sent transmissions to Earhart to warn her, but Earhart did not seem to get them. Around 2.18 p.m., Earhart's transmissions, which had been blocked earlier, were finally received by Bel- Balfour in Ley. She gave her speed, altitude, and status. Uh, she was at 140 kn- knots, um, altitude at 7,000 feet, status was okay, right? A little over an hour later, her next transmission stated that she had climbed to 10,000 feet. This may have been uneconomical for fuel usage, and it was unclear why she had made this climb. So climbing to 10,000 feet probably does not mean good, right? Especially then. Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, I don't know. She might have. She might have thought that they might have been running into a storm or something. Well, the transmission seemed to be delayed, though they were still on course. As they neared Nowlin Island, the plane was likely down to ninety-seven gallons of fuel. Right, ninety-seven gallons. The cu- yeah, you're really cutting it close. If you're that is not much, um, especially when you're carrying two thousand. Yeah. So now the Coast Guard's Atasca. Yeah, that's close enough. Uh, located off the coast of Howland <laughs> Island was to provide communications and weather for Earhart. It is thought that Earhart's plane must have been fairly close to the island because the Atasca did did hear her transmissions. Right? Yeah. In one of oh my gosh. In one of her last transmissions she said, We must be on you but cannot see you. Gas is running low. At and at eight forty three AM her last transmission was we are on the, the line 157-337. We will repeat message. We will repeat this on 6,210 kilocycles. Wait. When Earhart's plane never arrived, the Itasca searched the waters northwest of Howland Island. Five days later, the U.S. battleship Colorado began to search the waters southeast of the island. An aircraft carrier, the Lexington, arrived soon after from its base in San Diego. The first theory is probably the most widely accepted. Earhart's plane ran out of gas, and she and Noonan died when they crashed into the uh, ocean northwest of their destination, right? Um, and we got, but skeptics are pointing out the, that the Electra, uh, with that amount of fuel, should have lasted 24 hours rather than the 20 that Earhart's plane did. Analysis by the Jet Propulsion Center at, the Cal- at Caltech concluded that uh, with the headwinds and the 10,000-foot climb Earhart had to make earlier in the flight, her plane would have been out of fuel when she disappeared. Right? Um, near All right, now we know the story. That's We know the story. What's the conspiracy? What's the conspiracy? What's the conspiracy? All righty. Um, near Howland Island, the ocean is about 18,000 feet deep. 
From 2002 to 2017, a company uh, called Nauticos teamed up with uh, other groups to search a 2,000-square-mile area where Earhart's electrodes may have sunk, right? Uh, the second theory is that Earhart uh, became a castaway on Gardner Island, um, now called Nikumaro. Yeah, well, which is in the Pacific. Roughly 350 miles south of Howland Island. The island is along the line uh, Earhart last reported flying along. Her plane lost fuel, or as her plane lost fuel, it was thought that she spotted that place. Um, if the tide was low on the island, it could have worked as an Amer- as an emergency landing strip, right? Two to three years later, British colonial officer Gerard Gallagher uh, found the remains of a campsite along with a box for a sextant. He also found a partial human skeleton as well as 12 other bones. The bones were analyzed by physician D.W. Hoodless, who was working in a medical school in Fiji. So a total of 13 bones. 13 bones, yeah. yeah. Uh, he determined the bones belonged to a man who was short, stocky, and of European descent. It could not have been Earhart or Noonan, right? Correct. Unfortunately, after this conclusion, Hoodless discarded the bones, preventing anyone from any future DNA analysis, analysis which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why would you just throw away the bones of what uh, of what could be one of the most famous pilots? Why ever? are you asking me? Who knows what crap he was thinking? I... <sighs> However, the International Group for Historic Aircraft Recovery used Hoodless's original measurements of the bones in today's updated database to determine that the bones could have been uh, could have belonged to a tall woman of European descent, which. Earhart was 5'7 or 5'8 at the time. Most women were 5'1, quite, 5'2. Quite, five, five, quite, quite a, uh, quite a uh, question uh, being asked. Uh, gifted. Yeah. Because you just don't, I mean, even today, a 5'8 female is probably going to be considered relatively tall. Uh, yeah. I mean, then that's like. Yeah. Your mom's 5'8. Yeah. Yeah. Tall. My mom is 5'10". Gosh. Yeah. That's why you were giant? That's right. That's why I'm a giant. Um, That's why my family's a giant. Yeah, I'm 6'2". My dad is at, at his prime 6'5". Now he's about 6'3". Yeah. You, you shrink over <laughs> my, time. <laughs> my vertebrae has yeah. have, have crunched. Unfortunately. Um, uh, according uh, to, to Tigger's uh, director, that's real... According to the Tigger's director, Rick Gillespie, uh, the explanation. What is Tigger's? I, T-I-G-H-A-R. Oh. Uh, the explanation for why only partial bones were found on the island was because of the coconut crabs that lived there. He suggests they, they carried the bones off into burrows and, and or may have eaten them. Man. So Amelia Earhart could have died from crabs. crabs. Way to go. Wait, no, no, no. Not Look. those crabs. Not those crabs. Not those crabs. The other, the real animal crabs. She could have died from the real Youngsters, crabs. man. Sorry. Um, coconut crabs grow up to three feet long, have enough strength to open up coconuts with their pinchers, and are the largest anthropods living on land. So it's possible. Well, I'll tell you, I, I've got a, I've, I've pulled up an article from the Washington Post in 2000. 18, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and a, uh, uh, a scientist out of the University of Tennessee. Oh, really? Yeah, for all you Vol fans out there. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. 
Uh, Josh Heupel's the best you could do. Anyway, the, the bone. The, all right, so the University of Tennessee the professor place. Richard L. Jantz. Mm-hmm. Hang on, I read that wrong. What'd she say? What'd she say? Is it he? Richard? Oh, sorry. I mean, hey, look, I'm not saying anything, just, but just keep going. Richard's not usually a female name. Anyway, the bones were, you know, uh, apparently the 13 bones were shipped to Fiji and studied by Hoodless. And then Jantz mm-hmm. argued that the the bones were, like, their length were consistent. Let's see. The body build, the limb lengths, and proportions mm-hmm based on photographs Mm -hmm. and her driver's license and pilot's license. Sure. They were more similar to to Amelia Earhart's bones than they were to 99% of individuals in a large reference sample. Now, what I can assume with that be is a large reference sample would be, you know, maybe a hundred different people. So... What 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 he's saying is basically they were Amelia Earhart. Yeah, what the heck? Why would you throw away the bones to the most famed pilot of all time? When you think of pilots, who do you think of, Dad? Colonel Steve Austin, the six million dollar man. Amelia Earhart, stop the lies. Gillespie. For a lot of you folks out there, that may show my age, but that's okay. Yeah, uh, Gillespie also said, uh, "Well, I she was born in like 1897, so my age is really catching up to me okay, as whatever. a 16-year-old." Yeah. Um, Gillespie also said a photo taken in 1937 by a British expedition to the place shows what he believes to be landing gear sticking up from the water. I'll go ahead and show oh, you. Oh yeah, a picture you of got that a picture of that? Here. Pretty oh, bad because yeah. it's from 1937. Okay, but... that could. Be the Loch Ness monster for all I don't know. I, yeah, no, but I don't know. What's what's more likely? Uh, the Loch, Loch Ness, Ness monster, monster or Amelia Earhart's <laughs> landing gear? What do you think? I uh, think the more likely scenario from that picture: a tree, a tree, a log, sitting up in the water. Possible. No, oh, hey, come on, guys. There were also yeah. several possible transmissions from Earhart herself throughout the week following her disappearance. Betty Clinic. Claimed that via her shortwave radio, she heard a female voice saying, This is Amelia Earhart, help me. The voice was arguing with a male voice, Water's knee deep, let me out. Oh, that's not good. That's bad. That's That's real bad. bad. Yeah, that's not good at all. Clinic listened to the voice for three hours and recorded what she heard in her notebook. Clinic's father reported his daughter's findings to the Coast Guard, who did not seem to take the claim seriously because there were dozens of reports of messages from Earhart around the world days after her disappearance. But, like, why wouldn't you take any of them seriously? That's what I don't understand. You, you got tons of claims. Why, didn't, why wouldn't you take them seriously? Of the most famed pilot at that time. You know? The first one. Which I would think that, uh, you know, and obviously I... I'll, you know, I wouldn't be able to tell you, and there's certainly not as much. There wasn't as much technology back then as there is now, but you would think that people would be tracking her. 
you know, she was even at the time one of probably the most famous pilot. Uh, maybe Lindbergh might have been yeah, you know, first, but yeah. you know, uh, Amelia Earhart Earhart would certainly draw some names. Oh yeah, I mean, draw some. You know, they'd know who she was. Praise, yeah. And but here's where this is really something. Bring it on. In 1991, Gillespie found a partial rubber shoe sole on the island with the words Cat's Paw Rubber Company USA on the same island. Okay. The sole was from the same type of shoe Earhart was seen wearing in a photo days before. Right on. Her disappearance. They say, however, the sole belonged to a size 9 shoe, which would have been too big for Earhart. But the I, thing I don't is, see that. But She's 5'8". She was 5'8". A size 9 would like, be but right she, on. She expected herself to be on a journey for very long, for 140 days or however long it was, right? Or 40, 40. 40 days, sorry, whatever. Uh, she expected her, her to be on a journey for 100 or for 40 days. You'd think she'd want toe all the way up in there for 40 yeah, days. Well, straight. I mean, you also have to figure that she's 5'8. She, I, you know, a size nine for 5'8. Five, 5'8, five, five a size, size nine for 5'8 would be probably pretty close to right. That is, yes. In any, in any normal case. I mean, Gillespie. you know, feet or size, you don't know, but yeah. Gillespie also found I was five eight one time. I was about a size nine. I mean, it's uh, yeah. That's what size shoe your mom wears. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, Gillespie also found a, a piece of aircraft aluminum and believed it was Earhart's. It was from Earhart's Electrica. Yeah, which that's that's probably true, but that that's something that could be debunked. You know what I'm saying? That, that that's not evidence. I don't know that anything can be debunked no. now. But the rubber shoe sole, yeah, nearly a hundred years later. The rubber shoe sole? Are you kidding me? I I'm not kidding you. I, hey, look, evidence. man. I mean, look. Based upon some of the evidence that uh, you know, obviously we didn't see the evidence, but assuming the no. evidence is true, you know, she probably died on that island. Yeah, Navy planes also flew over the island one week after Earhart's disappearance and saw nothing. So, uh, yeah, that's exactly I, what I'm saying. It's a big island I that's mean, got a lot of trees. Got the boat, yeah. Get pulled up on the island and still not found anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, how high were they flying? Did they fly? I mean, you know, a plane flies a hundred and something miles one, an hour. Just one simple flyover is not going to do the trick. You're not going to see people waving. No. From, you know, they're 7,000 feet up in the air. And by that point in time, they probably wouldn't have been able to build a fire yet. Yeah. If they had the, it, you know, I'm sure that you would have some type of survival kit, maybe even, or at least some sort of skills to well, build a fire. And the thing is. But it would take time. It's July. Yeah. It's where where is it European? In the Pacific. In the Pacific, yeah. hot, very hot, brother. It's very hot, right? Yeah. Extremely hot. Is this on? Turn it off. Oh, oh. Uh oh. Oh no. You missed half of it. It's still not going. Okay, let's just pray. And it keeps going because I still have to tell you the rest of the story. You have screwed the pooch. How did I screw the pooch? 
Oh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you only missed. I, they might have not missed anything. Might not have. They might just be stupid. Um, but yeah, Navy planes flew over, and like I was saying, it's July, like ninety-five degrees. No, it's probably a million degrees. Yeah, and y- you don't want to be sunburned your first week there and die of you know skin cancer. So they're under trees. Think hey, about. I think it. you're taking a little bit too far. Right I, there. I I might be, but I'm just making observations about now, like that. Being said, I'm sure she was fair skinned. Yeah, from the pictures, she seemed fair skinned. Yeah, so I mean, which would make it difficult. So you need to be under some trees if it's 100 degrees outside. Yeah. If you want a little bit of shade, right? Yep. Okay. The third theory, championed by retired U.S. Air Force uh, uh, Colonel. Uh, Rollin C. Reinick okay. was that Earhart was captured because she was a U.S. spy. Let me tell you. Why would he say that? Uh, was he a fighter pilot? Or was he just... I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he's just he's Colonel. just trying to get some more stuff made up. Uh, Reinick claimed that if Earhart couldn't find Helen Island, she would ditch her plane near Marshall Islands, or near the Marshall Islands, which were at the time occupied by Japan. For decades, Marshallese locals claimed they had witnessed the crash, right? They claimed that. Reinick believed their plan went awry when the Japanese figured out uh, who Earhart and Noonan were and captured them, releasing them years later after the war. No. Then Earhart and Noonan returned to the States, where Earhart changed her name to Irene Bolum. This theory seems improbable, though, and Bolum sued the publisher of a book that speculated this. Also, according to T-I-G-H-A-R, they did not resemble each other when their photos were compared. Compared <laughs> the photos. <laughs> All right. Huh. Oh, good gravy leg. Is it similar? No. Uh, not even a little bit, right? I mean, I don't know. It almost kind of makes them look like they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I seeing anything. I don't. But I mean, like, how did they their get, nose structures but, but and cheekbones were completely get, different? How did they like? Why would know? that? Why would anybody want to go with that theory though? Well, yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, it's not just that. It's like, why would they just pick Irene Bolin with no evidence? She kind of looks like her. I could, I could pick out a name. She's her. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. Another version of this theory is that after being captured on the Marshall Islands, Earhart and Noonan were eventually executed. Yeah, that's probably more likely. Which, if that if they were to be on that island, that's yeah. probably what would happen. Um, Army, what's SG Sergeant? Yeah, Army Sergeant Thomas E. Devine claimed that in July 1944, he met a group of U.S. Marines guarding a hangar that contained Earhart's Electra on the formerly Japanese island Saipan. Devine also claimed that the soldiers destroyed the plane. Unlikely as crap. Um, but possible, I, I assume. Sure, whatever. Furthermore, a photo believed to show an obscured Noonan and Earhart on a dock in the Marshall Islands was found in the National Archives by a retired government in, in, in investigator. Now that photo. No. Now I that mean, photo, it's not. That's. Uh, Earhart looks very similar. Yeah. Earhart esque. Yeah, Earhart-esque. Very Earhart-esque. 
what I mean, how how long would that have been after? I mean, I would think her hair would grow longer. Or, yeah. The uh, photo was analyzed by various experts who were optimistic that it was the missing Earhart and Newman. Unfortunately, the photo was debunked uh, when two bloggers found the photo in a Japanese book published in 1935, two years oh. after Earhart disappeared. Um, the fourth and final theory Two years is that prior to Earhart disappearing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that looks so similar. Well, yeah, I mean, it still could be her. It's just in a book. Yeah, but it's 1935, published in 1935. But you, you are right. It could just be put, like, I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't really like that theory, though. I don't like it a lot. Uh, the fourth and final theory is that Earhart made contact with an alien life form, either by accident uh, or knowingly colluding with the U.S. government. Well, that had to have been why. Yeah, I think that's the one. Um, in the uh, end, though, most people it. believe that Earhart simply crashed and died on impact. Crashed and died. But there's still no way of telling if these alternate uh, theories could be true. But until there is a body in plain recovered, the mystery remains unsolved. No, don't do that. Yeah, don't yeah. take it away from me. Yeah, yeah, no, but um, which theory are you thinking, Dad? Which theory are you thinking? Uh, I, I, I really think she made it through the island. I, I, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking she made it to the island. She either died of starvation or, or you know, by, if the if the island was habited, she she got ate by the crabs. I don't care. I don't, I don't no, know. I I definitely think she made it because I'd the eat the crabs. I, I tell think, you right now, huh? I'd eat crabs. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, if you got that many, that's just, that's just good eating for a while. Dinner. That's right. Dinner. Um, yeah. But I think. I think she landed on the island. I do. Um, and I do think that picture with, like, the sticking up thing could be something of that or other. Um, and could be found, a propeller. They, yeah, I mean, they found if you're... a piece of um, – they found the piece of, you know, the side yeah, of it, a door found a piece of the plane. It was a door. It was a piece of a door, which yeah. would make sense in regards to, you know, trying to get out of the plane. Makes sense. Um, and the body. And the in the, the the shoe sole, the shoe sole is what really. I, gave I like it the to shoe me. sole is kind of the That's seller, because nobody uh, else other than a pilot's gonna wear that brand of shoe. You know what I'm saying? That's a pilot brand shoe. Yeah, and nobody else would walk around I mean, with the clown shoes that Amelia Earhart had on. You know what I'm saying? I no offense, but they look like clown shoes. Am I wrong? Uh, I don't know that we had to go that route, but it's true. Yeah. Okay. There, there's I, a, I just, I, I mean, they could have certainly washed up on shore. They could have, or it could have washed up on shore, could have done whatever. I mean, there's a million things that could have happened, but. Oh, well, now that I'm looking at these, they really aren't clown shoes. I apologize. Rest in peace. Well, I mean, size nine is not a large shoe. Size nine is not, not a large like shoe, no. shoes, man. Man. Yeah, it's not a shack shoe. No, I mean, and I I truly think that's what happened. You know what I'm saying? I, I truly think that she 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 became a castaway. Um, could they have? I mean, if it was inhabited, they could have possibly died by then. Or since there's no water, you if you don't have water for what three days, you die or whatever, right? Yeah, if you you know if you don't have any kind of uh, uh, liquid. Well, I mean, you'd have to find a stream. Mm -hmm. 
you know, because you obviously can't drink the salt water. True. And and they probably wouldn't have known how to purify it, if which is yeah. a very complicated process in the first place, going yeah. from salt water to fresh water, or salt water yeah. to drinking water. They didn't have those uh, those those trusty uh like the yeah. life water. I, I would I would think that they might yeah, they did they didn't have the life water or the or the, some soapy waters out there, something, you know. Uh but I mean you'd strong, strong, you'd have to you'd have to hope that it would rain. Yeah, you know, so that you could catch some water or but like, if they were to land on the island, the wa- like the water would have to be shallow. Well, you know So there goes your water. Uh, let's assume they made it to the island. Mm-hmm. All right. So if they made it to the island, then, um, you know, they'd have to be able to find drinking water before they'd find the food. Yeah. And that's, know, that would have to be yeah. one of the first things that they did. You got the food, you got the crap, you know, but I mean, well, I mean, food you could fish for, yeah, yeah. I mean, any of that stuff, but you know, Tom Hanks did it. Come on. Yeah. Castaway. <laughs> no, but, um, and it, but, Hey, we're about to end this. So I, I will say that in the I, I'm going to end this, and this is the way we're going to end it. She was from Atchison, Kansas. Mm-hmm. All right. So that may mean nothing to anybody, but that's where the Sally House is. What's that? Atchison, Kansas. Sally House is a haunted house. No, obviously haunted house. Really? It is the actual, I think it's the first episode of a haunting. Nice. Yeah, I know. All right. What so, are coincidences? So we're gonna crazy. we're gonna wrap this up because we only got twenty seconds now um, on this app. So thanks for watching, right, Dad? Thanks uh, for listening. listening, listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, we're not TV people. Yeah, we have come up to the conclusion that Amelia Earhart crashed on the island and uh, died, and it was her. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day.